Welcome to The Power of Faith with David Hathaway. In this episode, David concludes his Bible study from the book of Philemon. The Apostle Paul writes, I am sending Onesimus, who is my very heart, back to you. I would have liked to keep him with me, so that he could take your place in helping me, while I am in chains for the gospel. But I did not want to do anything, without your consent, so that any favor you do, would not seem forced, but would be voluntary. Perhaps the reason, he was separated from you for a little while, was that you might have him back forever, no longer as a slave, but better than a slave, as a dear brother. He is very dear to me, but even dearer to you, both as a fellow man, and as a brother in the Lord. What a wonderful story! Doesn't this show, how we should receive people? The Apostle Paul is so moved with emotion, that he writes this beautiful letter to Philemon, about Onesimus, this runaway slave, and thief, who is now a believer. Now, please join David, as he ministers today's word. Paul has led Onesimus to Christ, becomes a Christian, and sends him back to his master, but really, in effect, asking his master to receive him back, not as a slave, but as a fellow Christian. Now, there are many things said. Now, I'm assuming that it's the same Onesimus, but he's referred to as being uh, actually the bishop of Ephesus. Now, if it's the same Onesimus, it's possible that the Onesimus of Colossians may be different, but most assume that it's the same Onesimus who's the converted slave who eventually becomes from a slave to a brother in Christ and eventually to become the bishop. Now, it's quite an intriguing story, but isn't this a wonderful spiritual lesson to us? I always remember preaching to that prison in um, Siberia all those years ago, what, 30 years ago, where 1,400 men in that prison gave their lives to Christ. And God so changed that prison that out of that prison, out of 1,400 10%, 140, were to become pastors and evangelists. And when I went back, after more than 25 years, it was to find that for 25, and it's continuing even on now, that those same men who came out of slavery in the prison have become the pastors and the evangelists, and they evangelize every prison in Siberia now. Do you understand the tremendous transformation that the gospel of Christ makes? It changes men. And you know, people criticized me when I came out of prison because I wanted to go back to minister to these people. They said, how can you go back? You, you've, you've had a year in prison and you've got a wife and you've got children. And I said, but I have to go back because I learned to love those men in the prison. My closest friend in the prison was a murderer, and I was with drug smugglers, murderers, every kind of criminal. But I didn't see them as criminals. 
A little bit like Paul with Onesimus, I saw the men that God could change them into. Just as after I came out of the prison, and yes, it was after I came out of the prison, preaching in Siberia and seeing out of 1,400 very serious criminals, came 140 pastors and evangelists. I think we need to see the power of God. And it's here, and that's why this story intrigues me so much, that the, the thief, the slave, who's upset his boss, his master, and run away, when he runs away, finds Christ, and so much so that Paul is really saying in verse 15, perhaps the reason that he was separated from you for a little while was that you might have him back for good, no longer as a slave, but better than a slave as a dear brother. He's very dear to me, but even dearer to you, both as a man and a brother in the Lord. Doesn't it show how we should receive people? You know, I'm so touched that Paul is so moved that he writes this wonderful letter to Philemon. Look, this runaway slave is now a fellow believer, and I want you to take him back as a man, but also as a brother in the Lord. And if it is the same man, he was to go on to end up as the bishop in charge of the churches in Ephesus. What a glorious story. I, I, I mean, I could go on because he says in verse 19, I'm writing this with my own hand. I will pay it back. He says, um, but uh, saying to Philemon, I'll pay back the debt. But I do wish, brother, that I may have some benefit because you owe me your very self. So he's saying to Philemon, Philemon, you owe your life to me because I led you to Christ. And you know, somehow there is a debt here in the sense that when someone leads us to Christ, we owe them something. And that's a blessing. But then in verse 22, prepare a guest room for me because I hope to be restored to you in answer to prayer. Yeah, Paul was still living in hope that in answer to prayer, he might be set free. But sadly, we know that he was to die in Rome. God bless you and let us love one another, not just in word, but in action. In Jesus' name, amen. Our God is about to do great things. His power is on the increase and he wants to demonstrate his power through you. In 1994, David Hathaway set out to win Siberia for Christ, by signs, wonders and miracles. Over 100,000 received Christ, and over 1,300 miracles of healing were recorded. Why Siberia is the amazing story of what happened, and will challenge you to evangelize your city, your nation, and see God's power revealed through you. Why Siberia is now available on Kindle from Amazon. Or visit eurovision.org.uk forward slash shop for the paperback edition of Why Siberia.
Thank you for listening to the Power of Faith broadcast with David Hathaway. We would love to hear from you. Contact us by visiting eurovision.org.uk. Also available online are many free teaching resources to help you on your walk with God. David has written many faith-building books to encourage and inspire. Order these online today. Each month, David ministers online and in person. Our ministry is only possible because of the faithful support of so many people. For details on our evangelism and humanitarian relief work, visit eurovision.org.uk. Thank you again for listening.